A very warm welcome, as always, to the podcast Hearers of the Word, offered by Kieran O'Mahony. Today, the reflection is based on John chapter 10, 1 to 10, the beginning of the Good Shepherd Discourse. Like many parishes across the Catholic world, we in this parish are adjusting to the new reality of being in a four-parish partnership. Although foreseen, this is a new reality to us, and the speed of the adjustment can still take us by surprise. But it is not at all new across the wider Catholic world. Already in France and Germany, Nigeria and Brazil, the United States and Canada, parishes are looking at new ways of working together. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, a good day to reflect on the future of the faith community in any one place. What is at stake here? The easy temptation is to simplify the project and turn it into a logical or mathematical problem. How will Mass be made available across all four communities of the parish partnership? In this particular partnership from December 2023, there will be just two full-time priests along with some help. As this rather bald statistic sank in, one of the participants in our first partnership meeting spontaneously spoke the truth in a one-liner which became my takeaway from the meeting. Two into four won't go. But in my opinion, it would be a mistake to let the mass schedule or the number of priests in full-time work determine how we see the future and what steps to take. A bigger vision is called for. The temptation is always there to go into management crisis or survival mode. But something bigger is at stake, which can be summed up in one word, evangelization, the handing on of a living faith alive in the community of believers. The crisis could become a great opportunity to reset the whole faith project. As we struggle to imagine our future and struggle with painful adjustments, it might help to ask three Basic questions. What do we believe? What are the greatest needs in this area? How can those needs be met? Instead of fighting our own corner, how much of what is good in each place can we hold on to, we need to work towards a shared assessment and a shared vision. This means having the courage to lift our sights beyond my parish, my needs, my own routines, and begin to imagine something larger, something more visionary. We do not lack for vision. If the gospel proclamation about Jesus, his teaching, his death and resurrection is true, then this must be at the heart of all we do. And this good news is incredibly rich values, ethics, a vision for society, care of creation, deepest meaning, leading to, at least some of the time, exuberant celebrations. 
Like the disciples in the Acts, we will continue to tell the story. In fact, we tell two stories, the story of Jesus in all its richness and the story of each one of us as we look for direction and meaning, love and joy. It is our conviction that the thread of each of our lives is part of the greater tapestry of the Gospel. As we lift our sights and engage with the Gospel project, again we need to ask practical and pastoral questions. Who will lead the community? Who will teach and preach the faith? Who will celebrate for us each Sunday? Who will guide us in prayer and spirituality? Who will be there for us at the birth of our children? Who will accompany us at times of transition and tragedy? We are not at all alone in this. Not only are other parts of the Church facing exactly the same problems, but we also have, at the universal level, the synodal pathway, a most realistic assessment of where we find ourselves and an expression of what our hopes are. More locally, we have the Building Hope Project under the realistic and unsentimental guidance of our Bishop. The hope is that after many centuries of excluding the gifts of the whole membership, now is the time for people to come forward and offer their gifts and energy for the well-being and flourishing of the whole community. This is both old and new, a vision of a servant church going back to the example of Jesus himself. It is new once more in our time. We are rediscovering the gospel of service at this critical juncture in our world and in our church. In a word, we cannot hope to build the future by microwaving the past. There will be challenges. The challenge will be to stay in communion, keep alive our tradition of faith and reason, and not like any kind of Catholic fundamentalism become dominant. My own sincere hope is that we can change the whole way we function as church, including who can be admitted to ordained ministry and under what conditions. My own hopes are pinned on the synodal pathway, even though the church does move excruciatingly slowly. And so today is Good Shepherd Sunday. In the tradition, it is the day of prayer for vocations to priesthood and religious life. Today we know that very, very few are heeding that particular call, even though it can lead to great personal happiness and fulfilment. Instead, we have to think more widely of the community as a whole and the vocations of all the members. After the long season of the clerical church, at least since the time of Cardinal Cullen, we are now moving to a more participative model. And while this evolution may be triggered by a crisis, it is also a moment of grace. Let us embrace it. Thank you very much.